welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday. My name is John, and this is a podcast where it is my goal to serve you well by providing you up-to-date, creative, and personal travel tips to make the best out of your travel goals. We hope that you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday. Uh, I am trying something very new tonight, and I am trying to figure out the world of simulcasting or multicasting, restreaming, if you want to call it that. Um, so we are working on getting Travel Tips Tuesday set up not only on Facebook Live, where it has been for about the past year and a half or so, but also pushed to YouTube in addition to the podcast platform that we've started recently. So uh, if you'll bear with us for a little bit, uh, we're getting adjusted to some new uh, technical uh, apps and opportunities. If you noticed, I'm flipped around backwards tonight, and that's partially because of some of the new um, programs that I'm using. So I uh, should still be able to see your comments. So if you do have a comment, um, please leave them, and uh, hopefully I'll see that using this new app. If not, I'll go back and be sure to uh, reply to them after the fact. So again, thank you for joining me for Travel Tips Tuesday. I'm very excited about tonight uh, and this new opportunity I have to hopefully reach a new audience. Uh, it is May the 28th, 2019, and tonight's topic is how do how do get how to get excuse me tonight's topic is how to get more time out of your walt disney world vacation so uh what is travel tips tuesday well travel tips tuesday is really meant to be a uh practical uh, approach to traveling primarily to dis- primarily to disney destinations occasionally we will mention or talk about some other destinations like universal other cruising opportunities and, and all inclusives and whatnot uh, but its main focus is on Disney. And as I began to think about that, as I began to think about my own family's recent trip to Disney and the conference that I went to recently, uh, this issue of, of time came up. And that's actually a theme for Travelmation this year. And is, is this issue of, of time and, and being intentional about where we spend it and where we, uh, where we, where we interact uh, I spent some time at a, at a conference, as I just mentioned, that was, I was at Disney last week, or about a week and a half ago, and uh, it was this opportunity for a lot of folks like myself that have similar backgrounds that I do, even some other travel agents were there, to kind of gather together and hear from some amazing people. Um, and some of those people were a former Disney Imagineer uh, that helped design the Tower of Terror, uh, awesome guy. His name is McNair Wilson. He's written a book called Hatch that I bought from him, and he, and he autographed for me. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's called Hatch, uh, and basically his his story of uh, how he had his experiences as, as, a, as an Imagineer. So uh, you can look it up on Amazon. However, if you buy it directly from him, um, it's a little bit cheaper, and he'll sign it for you. So I'll put his information in the comments. So it's all about his, his story as an Imagineer. The second person who I got to meet and hear from this guy named Dan Cockrell, and he used to be, up until about a year ago, the vice president of the Magic Kingdom. and learned a lot of great stuff from him. So um, great experience, huge benefit to that. I'm very glad I was able to do that. And as I had that experience, one of the things that you know we talked about is some of, for some of the travel agents that were there is how to better serve the people um, that we have the opportunity to serve how we have the better opportunity to serve you all, our, our, our clients, our listeners, for those of us that have podcasts. And we want to be more intentional about that. So having some of these new platforms is a great way to be able to do that. Uh, we all benefit from each other. So one of the other persons was, uh, was a, one of the other people there was a Travelmation agent. Uh, the other three were not. 
And, you know, again, we learned a lot from each other, and that's great. We're not out to compete against each other. We're there to support each other and build each other up uh, so that we can better serve you. It was a great experience. So um, that's kind of a little rabbit that I wanted to chase just briefly and talk about. But let's talk about tonight's subject, how to get more time out of your Walt Disney World vacation. So the first thought of many when planning a trip is maximizing the time and, and budget. So it's a fair point, right? You spend all this time working hard, saving your vacation days, saving up money, you know, making making a big payment or small payments, whatever the case is, hopefully in advance so that that bill isn't coming to get you after you get home, uh, you know, saving up for this amazing trip. You know, a lot of people save up for a Disney vacation for, you know, an entire lifetime, so to speak, or several years uh, building up to a very special occasion where they might only go visit a Disney destination one time. Um, it's that a lot of people just dream about the possibility and aren't able to do that. So maximizing your time at Disney World, let alone on any any vacation or off time that you may have, is is something we need to be intentional about. You know, yesterday was Memorial Day, and a lot of people were spending time with family. A lot of uh, military families and folks were spending time remembering the fallen and the people that sacrificed themselves for our country's freedoms. Um, so time is something that's very, very important and something we need to be very intentional about. So we are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about being intentional with our time. And we're not just going to sit around and talk about how to get the best bang for your buck. Because for me, travel advice goes beyond just saying, okay, you should do this and you should do this and you should do this. But in some ways, it's, it's a matter of principle. Um, it's about taking it to the next level and uh, talking about something that's beyond just you know, maximizing your budget in the in the events that you do and planning ahead. So let's get into it. The first thing that we're going to talk about tonight are the four W's. The four W's. Who, what, when, where, and why. So that's actually five, but that's okay. So who, what, when, where, and why. So the five W's. Um, who is going? Think about the people you've got in your group. What are they capable of? Um, are there Do they have any dietary limit, limitations, any mobility limitations? Again, all of these things are going to help you get more time out of your, out of your Walt Disney World vacation. So who is going? Do they have any uh, particular uh, food, allergies, aversions? Do they have any other allergies, aversions, things that we need to be aware of? Um, you know, mobility issues. Are they younger? Do they have nap times we need to be concerned about? Do they have earlier or later bedtimes? You know, those kinds of things. So understanding the rhythm of the people that go and their expectations, especially if you're going with you know, a larger group, of people, let alone just your own family, is definitely something that's important to help you get most out of your time there. The second thing is this. Um, what do you want to do? Talk about that. What do you want to do? Last minute trips are fun and there's kind of an element of excitement when you go and you're kind of like, well, I don't know what we want to do. We didn't plan anything. You just kind of go and fly by the seat of your pants. It's great. You know, I love being able to do that. Um, and I advise maybe doing that at least once if you can. It'll give you a different experience for sure. Um, but knowing what you want to do in advance is very helpful. Uh, when do you want to go? The time of year is a huge, huge, huge thing because the crowd levels are going to be different. Different. The seasonal offerings are going to be different. Um, the you know even even at some uh, parks like Disneyland, for instance, related to seasonal offerings, not just parades and not just you know different festivals that some parks have around the time of year, but there are some what they call seasonal attraction overlays, like. Uh, at Disneyland Park in California, there's a Haunted Mansion overlay. It's a big one. Um, also, currently at um, Space Mountain at Disneyland Park, uh, 
Um, they're having basically a Star Wars overlay, kind of getting ready for it in, in, in anticipation tomorrow of the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. This is something that they've done before. It's not new, but you'll see a lot of those overlays. And, you know, I'm probably not alone when I say this, but I wish that there were more overlays um, at Walt Disney World of, of some sort, you know, not just sort of a seasonal decor that's changed out every now and then. So that's the win. Uh, why are you going? Or where, where, where are you going also? So that's that, you know, what resort do you want to stay at? Where do you want to stay? Um, you know, where, uh, you know, are you going to, to California? Are you going to uh, Florida? Are you going to one of the other resort locations worldwide? Are you going on a cruise? You know, that's an awesome Disney destination. Are you doing adventures by Disney? Are you going to Alani in Hawaii? Are you going to South Carolina and hitting up Hilton Head? Are you going to Vera Beach? Um, you know, in, in Florida, there's a lot of different things that you can do as far as Disney destinations worldwide. Uh, a lot of things that I didn't even mention, didn't even talk about, and would love to get into more. So the where is definitely important. And then the why, why are you going? And for me, that's the most important of all of these. Knowing why before you start planning anything is important because that will help set up real ex realistic expectations for what you want to do in conjunction with the other things I mentioned. So the five W's, who, what, when, where, and why. The second thing tonight, the tools at your disposal. Again, we're talking about how to get more time out of your Walt Disney World vacation. We started off talking about the five W's, and the next one are the tools at your disposal. And definitely want to mention the My Disney Experience app. Uh, and the first thing on that app, there's a lot of things. We could spend an entire night talking about the My Disney Experience app. Um, I've heard a lot of great podcasts uh, other than myself, of course, <laughs> that talk about the My Disney Experience app and kind of break a lot of those things down. Um, the first thing that they will mention are ride times. You can look up uh, real-time ride times across the Walt Disney World resorts. If you're curious what the, you're in the Magic Kingdom and you're curious what the wait is over at Five Passage in Animal Kingdom, or maybe you're sitting at home and you're Disney sick and you're kind of pining to be back hanging out with the mouse and some of his friends, Pull up that app. You can see what the wait times are and dream about planning your next trip and going back and looking uh, looking at some of the rides that, that you did. So ride times is the first thing. Fast passes, you can plan, plan, plan fast passes. You can check availability of fast passes on the app. Also dining reservations, you can manage those. Uh, you can check availability for those and set those up on the app as well. Um, as a reminder for that, a credit card does need to be attached to your My Disney Experience account. It's very helpful to have it done beforehand, before you sit down to make those dining reservations 180 days in advance. So please, please, please keep that in mind. Also, here's a little tidbit for you. If you're staying on property, um, you can actually make uh, dining reservations at 180 days plus the rest of the length of your trip. So say, you know, December 20th is 180 days from when you're going to go. Well, if you're going through, say, Christmas Day, the 25th, you can actually make reservations for the entire length of your trip, starting from December 20th all the way to December 25th. So if that makes sense. If you have questions about that, let me know. Love to help you out with that. Another thing you can look at are firework uh, or nighttime spectacular parade and event schedules on the app. You can pull those up. Uh, park hours. You can also uh, unlock your door. So if you, for some reason, you don't have a magic band or you weren't able to get it set up in time, or you know you just want to go straight to your room you want to bypass check-in and your room is open you don't have a chance to swing by and get your magic band. you don't know where it is you can still open uh, your door 
uh, with majority of smartphones out there using the RFID technology that's built into a lot of smartphones today. So that's something that's really cool. Um, you know, you get a text as to where your room is, and you know they'll even send you a map, a link to a map of the resort, and go to it. I did this when I went uh, for the conference about a week and a half ago. Super easy, uh, great thing to do. And then you can, again, you can manage your check-in. So you can set up your advanced check-in to make sure all your ducks in a row, so you can get that. Um, room availability notification and when you can get there because a lot of times uh, especially if it's not a busy season and you set up that advance you set up your check-in um, so you go ahead and complete that before you get there uh, to your to your resort hotel at Disney um, you can get in your room before the check-in time of three they're supposed to be ready by that but I've gotten advanced check-in or, or check-in notifications that my room is available as early as like 11 o'clock in the morning We're already in the parks by that point but, you know, theoretically, I could have gone to my room at 11 if I wanted to. I had kind of four extra hours there. So that's the My Disney Experience app. Again, we're talking about uh, tools that you have at your disposal. My Disney Experience app is huge. You need to know that and understand how that works, especially if you've never been. It'll definitely be your advocate. Um, the second thing is this, the web. And I want to caution you to be careful on where you look on the Internet because everybody's got an opinion. Um, there are a lot of things to be careful about when you're looking at online travel advice. You know, you want to look at to see where that's coming from. Are these people accredited? Have they been to the parks recently? Are they citing legit sources or some third-party, fourth-party information? Um, you know, those kinds of things. Are they, are they reputable? You know, do you see other people quoting these folks, and does their information stack up? So just like if you're doing a research paper in college or something, I mean, be, be intentional about who you're looking at. Be intentional about what you're using to gather your research. Don't just, you know, go to Google and type in, you know, what rides should I go on at Magic Kingdom with my three-year-old and then go with the first thing that pops up. So you want to look at a variety of responses um, and you want to pick the ones that have the most legitimate, um, the, the most legitimate, I guess, responses and, and, and feedback and, and background, really, is, is what I'm getting at. Um, so there's that. Another thing is this. Uh, if you are booking with a travel agent, all right, so this is just a general blanket statement. If you are booking with a travel agent uh, that is hopefully an authorized Disney vacation planner or works for one, I am not an authorized Disney vacation planner, but Travelmation is. And what that means is, is that uh, Travelmation has the accreditation, and we work under that, and we have a lot of great tools. We have an excellent network of support, uh, a direct line, a high-priority line into Disney. If something were to go awry or we need to make changes on your reservations last minute, we can do those without you having to sit there on the phone or on the Internet trying to figure it out. We can do it quickly and efficiently and hopefully get you what you need. Um, so there are a lot of other awesome resources that we have access to, specific training events as part of being an authorized Disney vacation planner, and, you know, with that stamp of approval, you know that we're not, not somebody trying to steal your money. Um, you know, when we say that we work for you at no cost, that's, that's true. We do. We do not charge anything extra, uh, and, we're, and, and we can't. So we have to abide by a lot of very strict uh, rules and regulations that Disney sets out for us, just like a lot of their own employees and cast members do. So um, look for that authorized Disney Vacation Planner logo. Um, and also, even a step beyond that, look for the earmarked accreditation. You may have heard about that if you're considering a trip. And basically what that means is, is that that particular agency that is an authorized Disney Vacation Planner has reached a certain level of performance. 
Um, and even with the different levels of earmarked, uh, currently Travel Nation is gold. They're about to hopefully bust into platinum here over this next year. We're really close. Um, and that basically means that we're going to have more resources and more opportunities to be able to hopefully equip you better for your next trip. So that's what to look for if you're booking with an agent. And just want to be honest about that because I could tell you all day to book with me, which I would love for you to do. But for some of you, you have friends, family members, close friends and family members that are, uh, that are booking agents. Ask them. Ask them, you know, is your agency an authorized Disney vacation planner? Ask them, are they earmarked? Ask me to tell you about it. I would love to tell you more about Travelmation and what that means for us. Uh, the third thing is, um, as we're going through how to get more time out of your Walt Disney World vacation, again, we've talked about the five W's. We've talked about tools at your disposal, which we just wrapped up. And then the third thing is this, having a plan. So let's get into the specific time elements uh, itself, having a plan. And this is the first thing. Some of the stuff is going to be counterintuitive, and this first thing might be for some of you. And that is sometimes less time in the parks is better. I posed this question on my Facebook feed earlier. Um, what, basically, what is one thing, forget how verbatim how I explained it, but what is one thing that you wish you, know, you had more time to do on a Disney vacation? And almost resoundingly, you know, almost every, every comment uh, or, cor or question or, or, or reply on there essentially said that, you know, I wish I had more time to spend at the pools. I wish I had more time to, you know, spend at the resorts. I wish I had more time to rest. So say you're going to Disney for seven days. Spend at least one of those days resting. You can still get some awesome park days. Plan a rest day right there in the middle so you can recharge yourself. Your body, your feet will thank you. Your sanity will thank you. And I promise you, you'll get to have a different kind of experience that a lot of people miss out on. Because especially with a lot of the moderate uh, and deluxe resorts and even with some of the value resorts, they have some amazing pools. There's a lot of awesome stuff to do on your resort hotel property uh, that you can do without even going into uh, the parks at all. You know, not even going into Disney Springs um, where you can just sort of chill and relax and hopefully, you know, recharge. Because for a lot of people, that's why they go on trips um, in the first place. So sometimes less parks, uh, less time in the parks is better. Rest days are important. The second thing is this, have realistic expectations based on your five W's. So the first thing that I talked about were your five W's. If you're just not coming on or you came on recently, you didn't catch the five W's part, go back and listen to that. Again, the five W's are the who, what, when, where, and why of your trip. Who is going? What do you want to do? Where and when do you want to go? And why are you going? You have to be able to answer those questions before you go on a trip because those will help you get set up for realistic expectations. Sometimes we see these grand commercials where we hear amazing stories about how you know, Disney does some amazing things. And, and sometimes we hear about the not-so-amazing things that happen at Disney. Well, understanding those will help you to be able to compare what other people are telling you, what you read online, and how you gather that feedback and put it all together to help you uh, have realistic expectations going into your trip. Um, so you can live to the hype uh, as much as you want, but you know you don't overhype it. Because you know, it, it, is, it is possible, I guess. I, I don't really think it is because I think there's a lot to do at Disney, but... You know, if you do have unrealistic expectations going into your trip, um, then that can set you up for not so fun time. So is one of my goals as, uh, as an agent and as a friend of others that's been helping people plan trips to Disney for years is to help you have realistic expectations. 
and know how to manage your time better, know how to manage your buddy money better, so you're not, you know, busting it all day long and you're miserable by the time you get back and you never want to go back again. Uh, you should want to go back. You may not be able to, but you should at least want to. And I think there's a big reason for that. Um, Disney has uh, has, you know, they're they're the number one. Um, tourist destination in the world for a reason. They keep people coming back. They're constantly innovating, and they are known for their standards of customer service. Uh, but, you know, having realistic expectations will help you maximize your experience and see why Disney is known for who they are, why they set the standard in their business. So realistic expectations based on your uh, five W's. Uh, the next thing under having a plan is planning a long trip. Okay, again, going back to the rest days thing, planning a long trip, consider that. You're like, okay, well, I can't afford like 10 days at Disney. Okay, fine. Well, maybe split up your trip. Do something a little bit different on day. Stay on property for a few days and go and spend some time in Cocoa Beach and go explore Port Canaveral, which is just a little drive away from you know Orlando area. Go explore some of the other areas of Orlando. So there's a lot of really cool things to do in Orlando that are not just in the Disney area. But for a lot of folks, like myself, if it takes you anywhere from, you know, 12 to 15 hours to drive to Central Florida, you know, you want to spend some time there. You know, you don't have to necessarily go to the expense of flying if you're within driving distance. Um, or if you're not within driving distance, like recently I met somebody from Toronto, Canada. That's right, Toronto, Canada that spent probably, I want to say around 24 hours, 25 hours, something like that. Not straight, but split up over the course of a few days, driving from Toronto all the way to Central Florida. So there are people that do that. I hear stories about people that drive from New England all the time, from Texas, from the Midwest. So all over the country, people will drive to Disney because it's cheaper and because there's something about the journey of going uh, where you get to know people, where you build some relationships, you see some things and have some experiences that otherwise uh, you may not see. So by planning a long trip, um, you have the opportunity to experience your vacation, experience the people that you're going with and making memories in a different way that you may not. Um, planning a long trip doesn't mean spending every single waking moment in the park. If you want to do it, by all means, there's a lot to do. And you can easily spend every day in the park and still not get everything done uh, that you want to do. So um, think about your trip creatively. Make it an experience for you and, and, and your family. Uh, and then the other things I'll kind of add on to the to our I'm going to add on a couple of other things to our conversation tonight. Um, but again, how do you get more time out of your Walt Disney World vacation? Five W's: uh, realize the tools and using them efficiently with the tools you have at your disposal. Um, also, uh, having a plan is huge. Uh, also, remember to be flexible because sometimes the weather, sometimes just life happens and things happen. Uh, being prepared. Uh, and just kind of going into it with a degree of flexibility will help you. Especially, and this is kind of a bonus tip for you tonight, especially if you're a trip leader, meaning if you're leading a large group of maybe school kids or, you know, adults, teens, tweens, children, whatever the case may be. If you're a trip leader, uh, the people that are going with you, even if it's just you're on your honeymoon and you got one other person going with you, or if it's a large family gathering, whatever it is, if you're the point person for your trip, for your crew that's going, people look to see how you react to conflict. They'll look to see how you react to uh, when things go well. They'll look to see how you react, especially if you've got kids, how you think and react to, to cast members that are around you that are serving you. So lead well. I just want to encourage you with that. Lead well. Uh, be flexible. Be gracious. Be kind. It can get hot, but please try and be patient as well. 
um, and remember that you largely set the pace for the rest of your career. So be thinking about that. Uh, lastly, kind of want to wrap up the conversation tonight, reminding you, as I said just briefly earlier, that working with a travel agent uh, is free. Now, there are some agencies that do charge fees. I don't know who they are. I can tell you right now that Travel Nation does not charge a fee for uh, packages that, that, that we book through Disney destinations, uh, through the Walt Disney Travel Company for you all. Um, if you're taking a family trip down there um, and, and you see the pricing online on Disney's website, uh, we can give you the same pricing, um, if, if not better, and we won't charge you an extra fee. So when, the way that works is that Disney uh, bills that into their package pricing. If you notice, when you book a package, they don't say tickets cost this much, dining costs this much, hotel costs this much. Now, you can go look those things up individually if you want to, but when you go to book a package, it does not break it down for you. Um, and they also don't say within those things how much that they put in for travel planning fee. Because they're either going to turn around and pay their own people, or they're going to turn around and pay an authorized Disney vacation planner and some of their agents, like myself, like Travel Nation, um, who loves their clients, who wants their guests to have an amazing experience, which, which we do, which I do. Uh, and, and, they, and they do that on the back end to compensate us for our time. Um, we do not get um, our, our compensation until well after you have returned from your trip. Because personally, I want to make sure that your trip is, is the way it needed to be. Um, our agency does, and also Disney does. Uh, we want to make sure that you know, you're, you're taken well care of. So we also don't want there to be any awkward pressure or anything like that. So yes, we do get a commission uh, from Disney, but it does not cost you anything extra. Uh, when you work with us. So there's some bonuses to that. Uh, you're supporting a small business, which is essentially what I'm doing. I'm not an employee of Travelmation, um, but I do get the chance to support some awesome people like some of you that are watching this uh, and, and some many others that I've been able to work with. Work with. So um, just keep that in mind. If you have questions about how that works, I would love to talk to you about that and appreciate the opportunity to speak with you about it. Um, also, if you're listening to this on a podcast, please rate uh, this. I have two ratings on iTunes so far. Um, I don't know who they are from, uh, but if they are you, uh, please let me know. That would be awesome. I would love to say thank you. And if you do leave me a rating on iTunes, please, or whatever podcasting platform you're listening from, uh, please let me know. Shoot me a message on Facebook. Uh, send me an email. I would love to say thank you and see how I can help your questions that you, you may have about playing a trip. And then the next thing that I'll mention, I mentioned this up front uh, earlier, be on the lookout for info on how to check out Travel Tips Tuesday on YouTube. So you'll be able to go back, even if you don't have access to Facebook, or you want to share you know, Travel Tips Tuesday with somebody that does not have a Facebook account, because surprise, not everybody does. And YouTube is actually one of the fastest growing social media platforms that's out there right now. We used to view it just as a media platform for online video. But YouTube is becoming much more of a social platform, um, utilizing a lot of the same kind of things and tools that your Facebooks, your Instagrams, your Snapchats, Twitter, stuff like that do, uh, just in a different way. Um, and, of course, with, with video and, and live video being, um, being a huge part of that. So uh, we'd love to be able to reach out to you and help you and serve you. Uh, and one of the best ways to do that is leaving those reviews because those reviews will show up and hopefully let some other people know um, the kinds of things that they can hear and learn and experience. So if I've ever helped you in any way, uh, please let me know. I'd love to know how. 
Um, and I would love to know how else I could help you. So if you've got any topic ideas, some things that you would like to cover, um, some more travel basics ideas, uh, I would love to be able to talk about that. Because again, going back earlier when I was talking about that conference thing, there are a lot of people from different disciplines and different backgrounds. Um, you know, we all have different experiences in life, and I believe there's a lot of things that we can learn from each other. And that's one of my favorite things I love about social media. So let me know. Uh, we'd love to chat. We'd love to chat with you. So thank you again uh, for joining me tonight. I do hope you have an amazing night, an amazing rest of the week, and we'll see you again real soon. Bye bye.